Hi. Uh, <laughs> I was I was like maybe I can um, improv a FOH version of the Monster Mash right now, but like oh, uh, wow. I can't I I can't I can't do that. That would be but extremely impressive. What if I could though? I would I wouldn't be sitting here in Eugene, Oregon. I tell you that much. I would be in Hollywood. Re- I'd I'd be a groundhog, a groundling, or whatever the fuck. <laughs> um. Is that what they are? I don't know. Chicago. Is that Chicago, right? I think yeah. Chicago. Yeah, I don't know. I've forgotten all of my like fake prestigious comedy references because they never mattered, but especially now. Wait, does TD still listen to this podcast? If so, TD, did you read the end credits to the last episode of Normal Gossip or am I imagining things? Wait. <laughs> That's a question for a maybe listener. <laughs> no, TD listens... TD listens because he's uh, does my favorite thing that people do, which is uh, text me either while they're listening or directly after at, at a, any given time that doesn't obviously match with like <laughs> broadcast time of this yeah. podcast. I'm always like doing something weird, and then someone's like, "Well, actually, did you know?" I'm like, "What are you?" T- oh, my, the podcast. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, Red so- Hots were invented. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, hi, everyone, and welcome to FOH. I'm Lillian Devane. I'm Kelly Sullivan. And it is a scary podcast Ooh. about what happens when you get a bachelor's degree and then move to New York City. Um, lots of other bad things could happen to you if you do that, but one of them is um, you could get stuck in a bad service job or a fun one right so you never know flip the coin take a chance <laughs> yeah roll the dice Buy that bus ticket <laughs> roll of the old dice or you could meet some of the best friends you'll ever have yeah i mean it, it's at least more fun than like i don't know what are other common like first jobs in new york city uh gallery girl I don't know. I mean, <laughs> you would be on television if you were a gallery girl. Yeah, I guess. You could be, um, well, if you're a gallery girl, odds are you also have a sugar daddy. So not bad either. That's not bad. That's not bad as far as those things go. I guess you could be like a, do people do like marketing? Marketing. Fashion. Not me. Well, I don't mean like a model. I mean like, you know. No, I know. But I feel like, you know, if Anne Hathaway is getting beat in the back offices of you're like if the devil wears prada from 2006 is any indication of that industry no thank you (laughs) oh my god have you ever read the book of the devil wears prada what do you think (laughs) no (laughs) likely no um okay i'll i'll reserve my comments no no please please um no just to say that like because in the movie, they're like, Anne Hathaway is so fat and hideous. And, like, oh, in right, the yeah. book, the book is, like... She is. She, <laughs> in the book, she only has one leg. Um, <laughs> in the book, not that that's ugly. Um, uh-huh, yeah. The, um, it's in that, like, early 2000s where, like, they were like, um, the average woman is 5'11 and 89 pounds, and that's good, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so it's, like, the thing of, like, the narrator will, like, describe herself, and she'll be like, you know me, fat tub of lard at 115 pounds. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, I guess so. If you're in the fourth grade, sure, that would be bad. I really almost spit out my coffee. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, like, just like everyone said a million times, the classic Bridget Jones, right? <laughs> she's like, I'm 135 pounds. It's like, what? <laughs> yeah, it's like, wait, that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it really, um, really does do long-term damage, girls. Um, it really does. I actually have some, I'm saving it for the Patreon, but I have something to say about that. Oh. Because uh, we're doing also, food urban myths. Yes. Urban legends. Um, contemporary legends. Uh, a little folklore scholarship for our for our listeners. Um, <clears throat> yeah, and many of you messaged me or texted me about how my um, first time and last time therapist asked for my BMI, which uh, thank you for your... <laughs> Thank you for your thoughts. Thoughts and um, prayers to Lillian. Thank you for your thoughts and prayers. So funny. Um, also, you know, when she was like, that seems low. I was like, I know. I mean, um, you're like, no, I know. I'm teeny. I'm teeny. Thank you. Thank you. Um, anyways, um, Kelly, what's up? It's Halloween weekend. How are you? It's Halloween weekend. Um, classic me kind of scenario that I'm, okay. I'm, I'm in is that, oh shit, I didn't record this on zoom. Oh, okay. We'll start now. Okay, great. Um, Lord, that's hopes. the backup. Okay. That's the backup yeah. folks. Um, so just kind of a classic me circumstance, which is that me and my three closest friends, we were like, we're going to all be different Austin Powers characters. Okay. Um, and I said I should be Dr. Evil. Okay. That would be funny. It's funny sure. to say. Yeah. And then I go out. I buy myself a bald cap. I buy myself these tattoo scars. I buy okay, myself a it. small hairless cat figurine. And it's wow. like. Okay. Why did you do that? <laughs> why? Why do that? When, like, I'm going to be standing next to someone dressed as Foxy Cleopatra, going to be standing next to a fembot, you know, like, fun, slutty costumes. They chose the sexy girls, and right. then you're like, what if I was funny and I did the funny thing? Yeah. yeah. It's like, keep it to the group chat. Like, that doesn't need to, like, you don't need to buy the bald cap. Right. Right. We It doesn't need to actually sort of make it into real a lived experience yeah. so you're not gonna wear the costume oh no i am it's just i just how do i get myself into these hijinks do you have a gray i'm showing the bald cap do you have a gray little mini skirt or something like what's uh the i'm just gonna wear like um do you know that white jumpsuit that i have uh-huh i'm just gonna wear that you're gonna look like a retired house painter <laughs> <laughs> well, I have the little Mr. Bigglesworth. That's going to really be like, and he has a little <laughs> friend during these lonely days. <laughs> I have a little Mr. Wait, Bigglesworth. Wait, isn't the jumpsuit orange? I have an orange jumpsuit as well. I have many jumpsuits. I have pink, so maybe blue, he, orange, a, white, a, yellow. A felon, a felonious Yeah, it could be. House well, painter. he does go to, he, he goes to jail at one point, I think. Okay, this is in keeping with with the storyline. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm out of the loop here, clearly. Anyway, with just Dr. like 
Yeah, yeah, you don't know Dr. Evil's lore, Lily. <laughs> I don't know. Just I, I was like, it was just truly yesterday as I was going home on the L train seeing so many women in their slutty finest. And I was like, why do yeah. I do this stuff to myself? Like, I'm truly like like a fat eighth grader where I'm like, I'll just like always make an ugly face in photos so like no one can ever say that I look ugly because it's like I am. A, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. Yeah. I hey I know it well anyway I know it well um also just want to say when Austin Powers came out in the theatrical release (laughs) please some of you weren't there but um (laughs) that movie changed our lives oh it changed the game I was like, this, I don't understand what it's based on or satirizing. Still the funniest movie I had ever seen. Maybe since up there with my other favorites, which were like Wayne's World and Ace Ventura. I mean, Ace Ventura, I know we've we've kind of since had a a reckoning with Ace Ventura. To me, that was the funniest fucking movie. I also loved... There's a, a Matt and Trey movie that I'm now forgetting the name of, but they go to Yellowstone and they become park rangers. Like Matt and Trey of South oh, Park. Oh, uh-huh. Yep. I don't know mm-hmm. their last names. Uh, Parker. <laughs> and... <laughs> South and Parker. <laughs> I think it's South and Parker. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think one of them really is Matt Parker. Okay, go ahead. Um, That was like the funniest movie. And it's like a lot of gags about like, Oh, I was sitting on the geyser and it went up my butt. <laughs> and I was like, no. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. Matt Stone and Trey Parker. Yes. Mm. Damn, she's good. Fuck yeah. I could still like win over a seventh grader. <laughs> yeah. um, How are you? How's your Halloween yeah. weekend? Oh, I was going to s- speak more on it. Um, th- on it being Austin Powers oh, please, and like, Billy Madison. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. No, no, no. I really, we don't need to do this. Um, <clears throat> everything's fine. I'm fine. Um, <laughs> I would love to. Um, you fired that therapist. I, Just let it out. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, but I seriously really, I like really need a therapist. <laughs> oh, better help ain't going to cut it. Um, uh, no. No, I would never. Um. I'm fine. Uh, what's happening? Um, yeah, spooky weekend in a college town hits different. I do enjoy people. Uh, I mean, New York is also technically could be a college town, I guess. It's in some ways. There's lots of college kids, that's for sure. But um, yeah, just like boys playing beer pong at 10 a.m., like just herds of like goth kids and like the bars were empty because everyone was at a frat party yeah. that I was like see, I was like why did no one invite me to a frat party I want it <laughs> I want to go really bad yeah 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 mm-hmm. just like for a second I would like have to leave immediately but like I saw them constructing their haunted houses inside of their giant fucking fraternity fucking mansions yeah. I was like this was sick you know what we it's a bunch to of do. rich boys you yeah know? yeah at my college, we did um, liquor treating, which was like each sure. of the college houses would make a different kind of shot, and then That's you fun. would go. That's a lot of fun. Oh yeah. And by fun, I mean sexual assault. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. 
By fun, I mean <laughs> scarred for life. <laughs> um, should we do service stories or? Um, I'll launch into, you know, a, a quick horror story just to kind of. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. Start us off. The first, the tugboat, if you will, that launches the okay. ship of this episode. Yes, that contains Helen of Troy mm, and yeah, the yeah, Trojan yeah. horse. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so <clears throat> this is just a quick one because on Friday night, I was bartending. A, a young man walked in. Um, I was like, oh, he's cute. Then he was talking mm-hmm. to me. I was like, I'm obsessed with him. I'm in love with him. Okay. Because <laughs> he was talking to you. Yeah. Because he was talking to me. Yeah. And he was making me. I mean, would be the same way yes making direct eye contact talking to me about the last waltz mm. had a little mets hoodie on i don't know we were yeah we were having um, a ball you know suffice sure. to say we were having a ball sure sure um and then he paid cash and left and disappeared like a ghost in the night i can't try <sighs> to find him on instagram i can't i can't do mm. anything I can't steal his identity, mm. go shopping. <laughs> you know what I mean? If I had his card, it, taking a picture of his debit card. Um, and I'm devastated. Yeah. Yeah. That's reasonable. Thank you. I mean, that is, maybe he was, maybe this will make you feel better. Maybe he was a time traveler. Oh, <laughs> You know, because this is how things sort of used to be. And so either he's not available at all because he's pinging off, he's zinging around. Right, right, right. So it wouldn't work anyways. Or it's no basis this for is a sort relationship. Of just, no, it's not stable enough. And, you know, it's like at certain points in your life you need you need more. Yeah. Um, or he, this is just the beginning. This is the me cute. This is kind of like, you know, mm-hmm. the start of something. A very long, you know. I should think. Yeah, I think. Engagement. I think. I see us. I'm seeing wedding bells. I I'm hearing them, <laughs> and right I'm now. seeing them. I'm hearing them. The bell tolls for thee, babe. <laughs> Thank you. Um, what am I, Dennis Miller? What am I doing? Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, that is that is um, scary and <laughs> scary, haunting. My lifetime of haunting. solitude is terrifying thank you (laughs) that's not true you are beloved by our community um and me and all all the boys and girls um thank you and non-binary people okay um (laughs) gonna kill myself okay um I was going to tell my story, my chaos story about being at the air at the missing my flight, but I don't know if I'm going to do that right now. I'll save it for, I don't know. Okay. And I, I don't really, you know what I mean? It's fine. We'll just When it feels it. right. Yeah. Cause it could be a service story, but let's just get to the, to the meat of it here. Um, I'm going to cut out everything I've said until now. Okay. Horror stories. It's a tradition here at FOH. <laughs> We've done it uh, every year we've had this podcast, except 2020, because we were like, that is too sad. And all we've been hearing is the worst things that have ever happened to us. So skip that one. Skip 2020. Would love. 
Um, but it's a lot of fun and hopefully you all enjoy it as well. Um, so you all wrote into us with your stories. Also, like for next time or whenever, I know some of you sent us stories that we never read, like in our first year, cause everything was chaotic. If we didn't read it and you send it to us, you can send it again if you want to, because I was, you know, it was a different time. You can always send them again. Um, if you're like those bitches never read my story and I'm like, you know what? It was 2018. Okay. Things were different. I was in a worse place. Okay, sorry, you don't need that. All right, um, should we start? <laughs> yeah, yeah, please. No, I was loving that. Oh my that. God, I'm like, like unraveling. Yeah. Unpack okay. it, unpack it. Do you, you want me to go first? Yeah, I think you should go first. I just okay, shared so something this... of myself. Actually, you did too, though, you know. Okay, no, that's all a bit. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's my persona. I'm in my nightgown and a house coat right now. Okay, three beverages. This person is, I'm going to say, I'm just going to go anon. This is anon. Anon, please. <clears throat> anon, please. Okay. Oh, wait, also really quick. Do you know that YouTube or TikTok video of like, I think it's a TikTok, whatever, uh, of Mikael Myers? Do you, know, do you know what I'm talking about? No. <laughs> Dude. Like Mikael. Ha- like from Halloween? <laughs> yes. I'll send it to you. Okay. <laughs> Listeners, laugh along with me as I mention Mikael Myers, if you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you know what? I- I-Y-K-Y-K. Okay. Mikael Myers. <laughs> Mikael Myers. Okay. <sighs> All right. Here we go. So uh, this is a service story that has to do with a training shift. So a new, a new angle here. All right. So last night I had my first training shift at a bar. Um... Before getting this job, I reached out to an acquaintance who used to work there to see what it was like, and she says that it's a shit show, but that management completely changed over during the last year, so I thought it would be fine. (laughs) There hasn't been management at that bar for 20 years. (laughs) They can't retain staff with their life. Okay. I should have known better when the most senior employee, a bartender who has worked there for 10 months, told me he was getting the fuck out. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. You're walking through a graveyard right now, my friend. Okay. Blah, blah, blah. Um, at the training shift is where things got weird. Um, the same server, uh, sorry, the server called Dan is training me to open, and pretty much right off the bat, the assistant GM, uh, let's call them... Let's call them Arthur. I'm making up a name because I think these might be real. Okay. Um, Arthur is giving me his own instructions and fully pulling me away from seeing how to open the bar. That's a lot of fun. Another red flag should have been when he was following behind me in the dining room while I just started wiping down tables, telling me my tables weren't perfectly spaced. On a trail? Ooh. Mm. He continued to do this throughout my entire shift. The miss man would pull me away from active conversations with tables to tell me to stop putting my hands behind my back told me to sit down next to customers if there's a free seat at the table, Mm-mm. to squat under the eye level of customers like they were dogs, or in one instance, to relight a candle on the table I was talking to. At one point, he pulled me off the floor for at least five minutes that felt like an hour to ostensibly explain that, they, that days of the week vary in how busy they are. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I still have no idea what the point of that talk was, but as I've come to learn from working for restaurant dudes with authority kinks, the quickest way out of the interaction was just to smile and nod. This is like, 
this is actually a fucking nightmare for a training shift. Um, <clears throat> around 6.30, we started getting a bump in service, so Dan passed a couple of tables to me to take on my own. Again, red flag. Um, at some point, Dan and uh, Arthur were, are, were interrupting one another to tell me conflicting directions on tables I should be taking, so I stopped <laughs> both of them and said, can you two come to a consensus on the section you'd like me to take? So I'm sure this will be my last training shift. Um, and last about this is, uh, the only time this man stopped writing my ass was when he was opening several bottles and entertaining his industry friends at the bar, of course. Mm -hmm. So, uh, for the second half of the night, but when I happened to be passing by, he would pour me a taste of whatever bottle they were on. He told me at the top of the shift that tasting without spitting would make me an alcoholic. <laughs> so he had me pulling out the trash can from behind the bar to spit into that directly in front of his friends. Every other person on FOH staff was drinking a Negroni. Yo, 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 That is fucking crazy. The spitting in front of... So uh, both of those guys sound like they were, like, absolutely on one. Whatever one means to you. <laughs> and like... whatever that may mean. <laughs> Alleged illicit activities. But that's, like... To train, like, on a trail, there's nothing, there's no correction of behavior. Like, it's just a, like... No, it's just, like... It's honestly, like, a trail to me should just be, like, do you seem like you would get along with everyone? And yeah, then, it's a vibe check. It's a vibe check. And then it's, like, if yes, you can work here and begin training. If no, then you just say, like, thanks so much, we'll be in touch. To correct you on putting your hand behind your back is, like... That's cuckoo. I still put my hand behind my back, and I'll never stop. So. No, I do it, too. Also, there is something about, like, the specific... I mean, I guess I am technically in restaurant management now, but there's something about, like, specifically the kind of person who goes into restaurant management where they are, like... That feeling of, of someone being like, let me explain to you that different days of the week are different levels of busy <laughs> is so familiar to me. And like, <sighs> like it may have happened to me. It may have happened. That may, I may have had that conversation because it is just like the kind of person who's like, I should be a restaurant manager is really special. It's really special. <laughs> to pull someone away in a moment to explain the flow of uh, everyday life right. is, is something special. You're right about that. You You're know. Right about that. It's like, <sighs> wow. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. There's those people, restaurant managers aren't seeing heaven, as they say. Not you, though. You're not really a manager, so. It's true. You know what I mean? It's You're true. Bar, bar managers, as I maintained my entire horrible tenure of being one, it's like, I don't, I'm not a manager in that I do not manage staff. Yeah. So I manage the bottles of alcohol. Mm -hmm, right. That's who I manage. Um, do you want to read one of the short ones I sent you? Yes. Yes, I do, Lillian. Yes. So we'll do longer, short, longer, short. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? I love that. Okay. okay. Great. Okay, great. Um, this is from 
a listener in Portland, Oregon. Ooh. A neighbor to, to you. Yeah. Um, and they say, I worked at a restaurant with a kid's play area. Parents would let their kids run around and scream while they sat at a table chatting with a friend or each other. We also had a game area and kids would bring Ooh. games into the play area and dump out all the pieces and the staff would have to sort them back out later. <laughs> not good. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Like the <laughs> It is like the the assumed like um sort of like affable relationship to like dogs and children that like has become standard in restaurants is like no No. why do you why is this an assumed trait right if i I don't have like i think children should have more rights okay yeah it doesn't mean that i would like to interact with them on the clock no no so you're bringing in a different element to my job it's not on my job description what you're asking me to do what you're asking me to do and it's just yeah just the immediate presumption of that it's misogynistic layer of slime it is misogynistic and there's always a layer of slime (sighs) dust or slime or some kind of disgusting excrement body secretion i just like it's not for me and you know Happy Mother's Day, but... (laughs) All right. Um, A child found a mouse in the play area once. That wasn't fun. (laughs) My story is that a child, about four years old, came in with his mom one day, and on the way to their table, he dropped his toy. So I bent down to pick it up and give it to him, and he slapped me across the face. (laughs) It was pretty hard for a four-year-old. His mom kind of laughed and didn't say sorry or anything to me. And then I had to wait on them. It was embarrassing all around. Side note, the the owner took the busiest section on weekends and kept all the tips. Oh, my God. That is That's horrible. Dude, that fucking sucks. A, I'm imagining sort of like... Kids can hit hard. So, first of all, let's say that. They really can you've seen those videos where the toddler kind of like crunches down a hand on something and like yeah it's real superhuman strength um i just kind of got this image of a child kind of like playing with like a limp mouse like playing with the dead mouse that's i am sure not exactly what happened but just there's like in my head there's a ball pit right and there's game pieces in the ball pit and then like a mouse in there and then also the owner's taking your money and you're getting hit in the face. You're getting hit in the face. Oh my god. That sounds Man, truly horrible. I'm glad you're not there anymore, my friend. I am really happy that you're not there anymore. If if a child hits you in the face, I mean, can't you just be like I I don't know what I would do. I would just be like it seems like you're, I would I would probably not serve those people and not really? in a way of like they're not going to my section I would be like if someone's kid hit me in the face I would be like it seems like this is an appropriate place for your child to be and so like <gasps> you need to leave because like they Holy clearly shit. can't <clears throat> they can't be here they don't know how to be in public here, only caveat I would say however 
if you let your kid hit you in your face right now, then you both can stay. <laughs> yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, let's go revert to child rules. You know, child rules where it's like, no, no, no. Okay, you can hit me. You can hit me. Don't tell mom. <laughs> so if I can see that, um, we're good. We're good. <sighs> okay. Um, that did jog my memory of something that happened last night, which is that um, I had a mishap with the frozen machine last night. Like I was trying to okay. put in a new batch of frozen and it started leaking out. And I realized like I hadn't put the, like a, a rubber disc that you need, oh, to, yeah. you know, whatever. Um, if you've worked with frozen machines before, um, it had fallen out, blah, blah. I have, I have. And it was leaking and I was like, no, 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 no. And I'm like trying to like do it. And it took like, just to like get every, get the batch out and then like kind of tidy it up. And like, it, it was just, and I, and it's obviously behind the bar and I'm just standing there like with towels just for like truly like 10 minutes being like (laughs) just trying to like make it look and then someone left a note on their receipt and they were like um because we also have like a hand crank to crush ice and they said uh, they left a note like love the commitment to the frozen machine and the pebble ice or like something like that and I was like I am so humiliated right it was genuinely nice that they left a good tip, but I was like, <laughs> I was like, pretend you did not see that. No, yeah, that's a, that's a, yeah, don't ask, don't tell, don't fucking look at me. That's, if you saw this happen, no, you, no, didn't. you didn't. Like, this no, is, you didn't. see how we struggle with the frozen machine? No, you didn't. <laughs> no. <laughs> and it was like, little smiley face, like, thank you. Oh, my God. <sighs> I was like, I'm so humiliated. <laughs> Walking Thanks. out of my shift covered in like purple. <laughs> oh, purple drink. Oh, yeah, yeah. God, everyone stopping too nice to us. It also makes us mad. Right. Yeah. You, I Anything need to really. keep it between like a four <laughs> and, a, and a seven. Okay. There's no right, right way to respond. Just know that. Just know that. Um, okay. Is it my turn now? Your turn. Okay. Let's see here. This person is Sam from Philly. Sam from Philly. Okay. First time, Ooh, long Sam time. Sam from Philly. Um, is this a FOH long time, first time, and all that? We love that. Um, <clears throat> this is a story from a different part of the food service industry. That's right. We're talking about the prepared foods counter at a grocery store. Hell yeah. Um, the Whole Foods I worked for at the time was situated in the rich suburbs of Philadelphia, a.k.a. the main line, so I have more horror stories than I can count. Um, <clears throat> I kind of understand that reference. Yeah, I, I, I thought you might. Um, some go from being accused of commenting on a customer's weight because she thought the sample I gave was too small. <laughs> <laughs> To people full-throated screaming at me that the rotisserie chickens weren't ready yet, I still have nightmares over those fucking rotisseries. Um, Despite my plethora of horror stories, today I would like to tell a story that's less horror story and more of a food service sci-fi story. Insert spooky 50s UFO sounds. 
Okay. So picture, if you will, a normal Tuesday afternoon. I love this. This is, I'm obsessed with you, Sam. Uh, the lunch rush. <laughs> Sam, we are obsessed with you. Uh, Sam, thank you. We love you. Uh, the lunch rush just ended. The food has been restocked. The chef case is looking full and beautiful. After a few minutes of no customers and loafing around, trying to look busy, up comes a customer. You know the type. Big floppy hat, sunglasses, flowy outfit with a shit ton of beaded jewelry. Your normal looking Whole Foods customer. <clears throat> I switch on my customer service voice and ask how her day is and what I can get for her, etc. So she's looking at the case and tells me, oh, everything looks so good. I don't know what to get. Hmm, let me see. This all looks good, but I don't think the aliens could eat anything like this. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with her on that. I'm with you. I'm with her on that. Right then, I look around to see if any of my coworkers or customers were nearby to confirm what I just heard. No dice. It was just me and this lady. She then shifted her gaze from the eggplant (laughs) rollatini to meet my eyes and asked what I thought the aliens ate. Maintaining my customer service voice and not really knowing how to respond, I say, life force. (laughs) She gave me a nod of approval that seemed to jive with what she was thinking. After a couple seconds of awkward silence, she went on to compliment my kind aura and said, I'm much nicer than Mark, the manager at Salvation Army. He was so rude to me and wouldn't buy my spin art. I'm in full smile and nod mode and answer, oh, absolutely, to these insane comments. She then left without buying anything and I never saw her again. Sometimes I wonder if she was just a weird lady with an aptitude for spin art and UFOlogy. <laughs> Or was she an alien in disguise scoping me out for a future abduction? Maybe she got Mark <coughs> marked with the bad aura. Maybe she got Mark with the bad aura instead. Anyway, that's what I want to believe. Wow. That's really great. That's awesome. That's really great. And like, you know, a good old fashioned kook. Really funny to know, be like, well, what do you think the aliens are going to eat? You know, generally just wants to kind of. I would think get, I would go for like a soup, like a like a. I was gonna say, yeah, a bone broth or something. Yeah, like I would do like maybe like a lentil soup. <laughs> maybe a pumpkin curry lentil <laughs> sort of thing, <laughs> sort of yeah, something warming because I know space must. It's oh, very it's taxing frigid. on your body. It's frigid. <laughs> Sometimes to my roommate when I have like um executive dysfunction related to depression I say that the aliens mm. are preventing me from doing stuff. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So maybe think- she's referring to that. You know what I mean? Like if if like my roommate will Sam, be like Sam, did you <laughs> Sam, did you get a sense that this person knew Kelly? Clean hair, dirty or- hair. You know what I mean? Like that's what I would that's what I would ask. Because, like, sometimes my roommate will be like, okay, so I see that you put all your laundry in a bag, and it's in the hall. And, like, are we mm. are we planning on taking that to the laundromat? Are we... No. What's the next step? What's the next step? Because I, it's kind of been in the hall for two days. And I'll go, the aliens don't want me to take it. They told me they not told to. Me, they told me this far, and I'm waiting on sort of the next instruction set. Right. Okay. And when they say, wanna... kind of drop it off... I will. And look, this is something, this is for our own safety. This is for the safety of, <laughs> the, of the greater. Yeah. So let's like, let's take it easy and just kind of sit and wait, you know? 
<sighs> Some people just don't understand the things that are at stake on a daily basis, and it's just oh like, my god. I mean, if you're you not never, in touch with those other, you never know what someone's going through. Okay, and it could be that they have just received instructions from aliens. They're waiting on further instructions. You don't know that going into a conversation. You, you know, you so, you don't. You really don't. So I just, that's, that's a great reminder. And Sam, thank you for bringing us, you know, to, to sort of the forefront of the conversation because it is something that we don't talk about enough, you know? Yeah, it's such an important part. Like when we talk about emotional labor, like that conversation <laughs> can get so kind of confused because of the Twitter and the TikTok of it all. And we have to think about the self-regulation you have to do in the face of a close encounter. <laughs> Oh, goodness gracious. Okay. Mm, God. I can't believe we're not on a podcast network. Okay. <laughs> it's so weird. Forever it's Dog, are you still out there? <laughs> <laughs> are you still kicking around, Forever Dog? <laughs> still barking. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. All right. All right. <clears throat> My turn? Yeah. So this is a little bit of a longer story, and <laughs> it says all names and locations have not been changed. This shit really happened. Maybe I will <laughs> okay. change some names. Buckle up, fucko. Um, I'm writing from the great frontier of Alaska, um, which I'm not going to change because I feel like that's very specific. Great. Yes, yes. Thank you. I love having Alaskan listeners. I love having Alaskan listeners. Um, whereas the saying goes, the odds are good, the goods are odd, and I recently learned that the restaurants are absolutely freak fest for unhinged lunatics. <laughs> I believe it. I spent all spring and summer working in a, in a small cruise ship town with a lady named Sasha. For 14 years, she ran a coffee shop food trailer in the town named Sasha's, beloved by locals and tourists alike. During COVID, she purchased the only fancy restaurant in town, The Flame, a seasonal pizza joint. <laughs> I'm really good at editing on the fly. I really love this name change in the moment. Thank you. Okay. Beautiful. The Flame. Okay. Because it's pizza <laughs> in the fire you oven. You writer. Thank okay, you Okay, yeah. So no, it's much. great. <laughs> um, <clears throat> uh... Uh, the, the flame a seasonal pizza joint I had worked for a season in 2019 just for context this place is not what we city folk think of as fancy but there is table service alcohol and no fried fish so for Alaska it's basically per se <laughs> after I started as lead server manager showrunner it quickly became clear that the main focus of my role would be managing the boss's emotions and trying to maintain some semblance of cheer and decorum for the customers over the course of the summer, there were multiple crying breakdowns, bursts of cursing anger, most likely stealing tips, revoking shift meal privileges, Jesus, and other emotional chaos that had a trickle-down effect resulting in one walkout mid-shift, multiple no-call no-shows, and several text, quit. text quits. By mid-September, I was the only person left on the floor with two line cooks in the back. Things were oh looking God. bleak, and we had hopes of going... And we had hopes of going until the end of November. That is Whoa. 
That is a fucking nightmare. You got that right. Um, <clears throat> the beginning of the end started with some fucking muffins. Sasha had just put some muffins in the oven with no timer and left to run an errand. <laughs> that is, I have to hope that the aliens told her to do it. I have to hope. They are interfering. Because yeah. muffins are not, If here's what you could, if you made a loaf. Yep, yeah, I was going to say a loaf. That's got 50 loaf. minutes. Yeah. That's going to be 45 to an yeah. hour. If you make Deb's Smitten Kitchen pumpkin loaf, which I will be making later today, you got a solid 40 minutes. You don't have to worry about it. You're good. You're good. Muffins? No. It's like eight minutes. Uh, um, yeah. Like, what are you thinking? Okay. I'm sorry. Um, sorry. And you just, yeah, you know, you should know better. Mm-hmm. Sasha? Sasha. The headline cook, Heron came onto her shift and saw said muffins with no timer and took them out of the oven. Sasha returned and became distraught that someone had taken the muffins out of the oven. She believed this was a deliberate act of sabotage. 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 (laughs) Um, I will say that... That sounds like something you would do, Kelly. A a deliberate act of sabotage? (laughs) No. Take the muffins out? Accusing someone of sabotaging you for taking muffins out. <laughs> yeah, probably. Like Okay. Sorry, like likely so. Popped in. Um Yes. I mean, I think kind of all fronts of this are things I would do. Like I would come in yeah, and I be mean, like, same. I'm taking those out. Like they need to come out. I like I would also leave no, during the like everything everything that everyone's done randomly has made sense to me. Um yeah, freaking out, being like, Why are you doing this to me? Yeah, I would do that. I mean, this is why these stories work is because we can all see ourselves in almost every single role, I, except for, you know. I also do think that, like, especially restaurant owners have, like, a level of paranoia that they walk they totally around do. with. Yes. Because they know everyone resents them. They know everyone hates mm-hmm. them. They know they're not actually, like, the life force of the restaurant. Yep. yep. And so there is, like, a low level Anyway, um, that's why I tell people who have panic attacks, I'm like, well, you are having a panic attack about something that actually is wrong and fucked up. You just aren't recognizing it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Something actually is wrong. Yes. As it is with restaurant owners. As it is. (laughs) You're not not incorrect to be having these feelings. Yeah. No, it is. Like, it's like, you know, whatever they, whatever they say, like, just because, just because you're paranoid doesn't mean they're not listening or like. What's that expression? That's is that what the aliens say? <laughs> That's what the aliens are always telling. <laughs> They're always telling me that. <laughs> you know that classic line they beam into your head at night. You know, you tap the fillings in your teeth. <laughs> oh boy. Um, okay, sorry. Things have been headed towards a boiling point for some time between these two alpha cuckoos. They okay, wait, say the names of the alpha cuckoos again. It's Sasha, Sasha and Heron. And... Sasha, the owner, Heron, the headline cook. Heron, the headline cook. Okay. Um, they had started as fast friends and most definitely talking shit about FOH all summer, but somewhere on the line, things had gone bad. For weeks, Heron had been muttering, as soon as my P- PFD comes in, I'm fucking bouncing, blah, blah, blah. What is PFD? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. Paid... Personal finance, (laughs) dues, 
don't know. I don't know. Um, that night, she had left in a huff without smoking her end-of-the-night dube, a sure sign of trouble afoot. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep, you can smell it coming. I also will say, again, like, fast friends is a red flag. Mm, yep. Fast always. friends is, a, is always a red flag. Because we're not talking about, like, Lillian and I met and we liked each other right away. Yeah. But we all know when you say fast friends, you're not talking about, like, oh, I just, we have the same sense of humor. You're talking about. No. We're twin flames or whatever the fuck yeah. people do. We're talking about <laughs> a symbiotic yeah, no, it's not good. Sorry, we're not doing your story so much, but this is all relevant. This is all relevant. The next day was Saturday, our last day of service for the week. We had a wedding party coming in right when we opened at 4.30. I'm already... Mm-mm. This is... Goosebumps. Chills. I came in an hour before service. Heron was already supposed to be there, but when I unlocked the door, I saw a greeting card in an envelope hanging in her line. Okay. <laughs> literally chill talk about mikhail myers that is chilling to see like an empty kitchen with like oh my god the light is just shining on the one fucking yeah dark greeting card oh my god i checked the locker room in the back her knife roll was gone i had a really bad spooky feeling I spent the next hour calling and texting Sasha to no avail. Finally, she came in and opened the card. It was a store-bought greeting card that had a circus tent on the front (laughs) and said, happy boss's day to the ringleader of the shit show inside in permanent marker in different colors. Heron had written, you can take this job and shove it. I ain't fucking working here. No mo. (laughs) Very creative. It's very creative. You would think the story ends here, but no. The remaining line cook, Sasha, and I decided to close that night, but remain open for two more weeks. I had to tell the newly betrothed, sorry, I know you just got married, but you can't have your dinner here tonight because we have no cook. No. Oh, my God. The next week, I saw Heron at a mutual friend's. It's a small town, after all. And she informed me that she would be coming in to Get my fucking money. When I got into work that week, Sasha told me, I don't want her on my property. If she comes here, call the cops and get a restraining order. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. All I said was, I'm not calling the cops on anybody. Sasha brought me a check and told me, go meet her somewhere off property. What the fuck? This is psychotic. I walked down the street to bring her the check. Several minutes later, I got a text photo from Heron. It's a picture of a post-it note with four words written on it. Bitch, whore, insane, dumbass. (laughs) No. This is, what's the movie that's like, I think it's like Al Pacino goes to Alaska, but then he like can't sleep because it's always daylight there and he goes insane. Isn't that Robin Williams? Oh, is it Robin Williams? And he's like investigating a crime. I think it's Robin Williams. This is that. That is this for pizza. Is, we, I mean, we know the murder rate in Alaska is like fourteen times the normal. Yeah. fucking. it's like really bad up it's there. It's not so good. <laughs> Bitch, whore, insane, dumbass. Wow. I. I mean, I wish. I wish. That's a colorful string. Sasha ran down the stairs, handed me a $50 bill, and told me to go meet Heron again and give her this money she had forgotten to include in the check. Oh. 
She said, I can't explain what's going on right now, but just do it. Confused, I go meet Heron and give her the money. Later that night after service, Sasha explained that she accidentally included that post-it, which was her bookmark. (gasps) Instead of the extra money she owed Heron. Oh my God. I guess we'll never know the truth, but my bonus better be fucking huge. For now, I'm taking a six-month, but possibly forever sabbatical from restaurants. Oh, yay. Holy shit, dude. (laughs) Okay, I will say it does sound like Sasha is... Like, you know how people write post-it note, like, affirmation? Like, Charlotte was doing that in Sex and the City. Like, love will come to you. You are valid. Lipstick, but yeah. Sorry. <laughs> so sorry. Didn't know I had. You're getting burger and Charlotte. I didn't know I had a scholar on my hands. Okay. Well, I am in graduate school. <laughs> um, imagine writing bitch whore insane dumbass and just using <laughs> that as the bookmark. Who, t- who told you to write that? What is that? What, do, what is that collection? We know who told her to write that. Okay. But still, keep it under wraps. Not everyone's ready for that. <laughs> Not everyone's ready to receive the information. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch whore insane dumbass. <laughs> I think you you, you, you you lead with the two strongest and then you end <laughs> dumbass. Not... Dumbass is like sort of an affectionate. Exactly. It's like, go get me a beard, dumbass. Yeah. You're my best friend. Yeah. Is how I speak to people. Yeah. I mean, like, I call, like, like my cat, I call him a dumbass a lot. Exactly. Exactly. Um, <clears throat> my cat. Wow, that is. Recently, I was Sorry, like, I, I hung up some shelves. I was moving some books around. Da, 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 da. And I put a book down on a table. And my cat was like, what's, you know, he was like, what's going on? Stuff is moving. He doesn't understand. Mm-hmm. The drill's out. He was, like, confused. And, um he went to jump on the book that I had put on the table, but I guess it just like wasn't stable or like he hit it at a weird angle and he like, <laughs> like fell. <laughs> and then he gets so embarrassed when he like trips. Yeah, or they falls. do get embarrassed. And then he's like, <laughs> he has to be like walking so seriously. Then he's like, it was hey, like me with the there. Ugh, I really, really, you know, I said, it's okay. Sydney. Well, I hope you didn't acknowledge it to him. No, of course not. I didn't leave him a little yeah, note good. that said, Hey, dumbass, great work. Looks like you're. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Well, uh, thank God you got out of that situation, my friend. And hopefully you're in. I hope you're rewarded with seeing like some beautiful humpback whales. Oh, yeah. Just moose. Having some nice salmon. Ooh, eating delicious salmon. Some sockeye. Mm. Sockeye salmon. Um. Reminds me of the time that a person sent back sockeye salmon with a worm in it. And I still was like, you know what? This lady's being unreasonable. It's like, it can really warp your brain working in restaurants. It really, it really, really <laughs> does. Because, yeah, you are like, um, <clears throat> like, I was just talking to, and maybe even on this podcast, where I was like, yeah, hair and food. It's like, the hair is probably clean. Like, I shower. So, like, why are you, like, who cares? Just take the hair out. It's like, okay, well, that's a little, yeah, kind of it's so ridiculous you just have to have this armor on you like also someone this is like stupid but somebody 
was complaining about seeing a rat during the summer on a back patio oh, that's like that, in the, I, that and I, I said, firmly think thank you because she was like um excuse me i saw a rat and i said yeah it's the summer and it's the city what are you gonna do what are you and gonna she do? looked at me like i was like this is not this is out of there's bags of leaking trash right. surrounding every building I will say, like, I think most people in New York, especially... Did you see the cover of New York Magazine this week? It's so no. cute. They made, like, a, a little, like, set where it's, like, um, it's shoes. And then they put, like, little, like, rat dolls having, like, a full dinner with, like, little martini glasses. Because they were talking about Why? outdoor dining. It's cute. I'll send you a picture. Oh, sure. Okay, great. But yeah, I think do. most people in New York have adjusted to <clears throat> seeing rats because yeah of how shifted to outdoor services but still every so often you'll get someone who's like i saw a rat and it's like well they live here too i don't know what to say this is the city's ecosystem my friend okay whatever talk to me when it's an exotic animal I mean, when we did have a family of raccoons running around the outdoor patio, that was actually, I, I take it, that was so funny and and cute that I, like, everyone was taking it really seriously, and I was just like, I can't, I'm really sorry. I know this is actually, like, not cool because they have rabies and stuff, but, like, it's... No, that yeah, was hilarious. Have little hands. That was but that was so funny. And Anyways. also just, like, that specific restaurant was so funny. It would It would only happen there, you know? So many things would only happen there. Yeah. All right. What, what do we have? Two more? Um, yeah. Oh, it's my turn. It's your turn. <clears throat> but I think maybe we should end um, on this one because I feel like we're going a little long. Too much alien okay. talk. Sorry. <laughs> well, okay. Well, well mine's short. We'll, t- right. we'll read you're yours right. in the you're next right. one. We'll, right. read, right. we'll read yours in the next one. Um, sorry, I'm just finding this last one. Okay, this is a good one and it's pretty short. Okay. Um, this happened in Boston. Beantown. Beantown, baby. All right. The restaurant I used to work at called me in last minute to cater a wedding off-site on my birthday. Yikes. Wow. Okay. That is also to say the flip side of the coin of being like, it's a hair, it's no big deal, is you get gaslit into being like, I have to go in. They're calling me in and I have to. No, you fucking don't. No, you don't. Oh, all right. That was a that was a mouthful for a sentence. Okay. The people getting married were kind of acquaintances. The guy I had started dating a couple months earlier was really close with them, so I knew I'd probably recognize some of the people there. I knew he'd be there too, and I was not so stoked to be serving him and his pals apps on a tray rather than being his plus one. Yep. Uh, I didn't bother texting him to let him know I got called in for it. I figured it would be a fun surprise. Anyways, as I started walking food around, I saw a girl who looked super familiar, but I just couldn't put my finger on it. Suddenly, I watched the guy I'm dating walk over to her and put his arms around her waist, and suddenly I realized that this familiar-looking girl was his ex-girlfriend that was actually very much not his ex-girlfriend at all. And they are headed my way because she wants more snacks and he hasn't seen me yet. Oh. Bro. Mamma mia. My fucking stomach just flipped. <clears throat> I froze. They got about 10 feet away before he realized who was carrying the tray, and I just bolted to the back before they could get any closer. 
I walked to the back service area and explained to my boss that I simply could not serve any more canapes that evening. I managed to avoid them until the end of the night when I was loading out and bumped into the two of them going home and mustered a real nice fuck off. Anyways, worst service ever. That Damn, dude. Also, sucks. this person said Boston, comma, uh, Boston, of course, and that is a very Boston story because there are about 12 people who date each other in that entire city, and that's like... That that's going to happen to you. That blows. Oh, God. On your birthday? There's like five things that make that so terrible. Dude. Wow. Damn. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry, but it sounds like... Let's see. When did this happen? Yeah, this happened long enough ago. We can laugh about it. We can but laugh. my friend. My friend. Yeah. Thank you for writing in your... <clears throat> that's terrible. Um, I was sleeping with a guy with a girlfriend for like probably about a year and mm-hmm. my friend served him and his girlfriend on Valentine's Day at her oh, restaurant. God. <laughs> she said, you'll never believe who came in. You could get... That's a good way to get all the little details though. Um, yeah. That you wanted. I don't know why mm. you'd want those. Yeah. But. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I was okay with... Not. <laughs> Um. Wow. Well, thanks for writing in, everyone. If we didn't read your story, we'll read it next episode. Um, and uh, I'm fucking freaked out. I'll tell you that. Much. I'm, I'm not I'm, sleeping well tonight. Yeah. Woof. I'm not. You know, no. No. <laughs> Keeping me up. Tossing, turning, tossing, turning. <laughs> these are like a lot of these are like what you know they say you keep dreaming about having. Yeah. Absolutely. I could see these playing a playing a role in that recurring you know theme. Absolutely. Um, but please review, rate, and subscribe this podcast. You can become a patron and support us. I just had to pay fucking $300 to host a website that no one goes to for this podcast. Happy to do it. It's a Squarespace. It's Squarespace. Why does it cost so much? I don't fucking get it. Um, anyways, but if you'd like to support us, that would be nice. Uh, and you, but do not feel obligated whatsoever. We thank you just for listening. Absolutely. Review, rate, and subscribe. And... Happy Halloween. And happy Halloween. Boo. They did the mash. They They did did the the monster mash. It was a graveyard. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye.